Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. What would Tony <laughs> anyway, Parker sound like that. if he said, if he said that? Uh, you cannot call it a steak. It is no steak. It is uh, soy. You mash it together. And don't <laughs> don't get me started on the no bones with the chicken nuggets. It is not a wing. It is not a wing. Second up, you. All right, let's get Tom Murphy in here from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Whole Hog Sports. Tom Murphy, welcome. How are you? It's a good start because I'm laughing. So your French, your impression of the French was bad enough to be good, man. I loved it. Well, <laughs> don't get me started on my German because it's pretty nasty towards the United States today after the way they treated him in FIBA. And Wes is mad at me because I'm not losing sleep over it, or he's mad because I'm even talking about it, I guess. Um, but I, I'm not losing sleep, but I am disappointed. I expect us to be the best in the world at a few things, and basketball is one of them. Like, look, we go lose to Germany in soccer, I'm not going to lose any sleep. I'm not going to lose sleep over the FIBA thing either, but I don't like it, Tom. Anyway. I hear you, man. Well, hey, it's a good on-campus game this week, and uh, I'm excited to be not driving this weekend and going to a, a game here a few miles from where I live. Yes, it's a little easier. Did you have any trouble getting in and out of War Memorial last weekend? Uh, no, we thought there was one route in that went around by the zoo, but apparently that road was barricaded, so we had to loop around and get back on Markham and then come in that way. And Sometimes they don't like you to go left into Fair Park, but, hey, man, it worked out. We're okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad you made it out. Um, so, look, this matchup appears to be a mismatch of epic proportions, and yet I'm excited about it because Arkansas still has a little left to prove after last week, especially on the lines. And Sam Pittman, while he tried to caution everybody that, hey, we threw the ball pretty effectively, let's not kill the run game too much, uh, I think he even he would admit and did admit that uh, they would have liked to have gotten a little better lean up front. Very nice, quick summation. That's exactly how I feel about this game. In fact, all morning I was riding my pants and I was trying to gin up ways to make it sound like, you know, could an upset be in the making? You know, could this be Toledo of 2015? Or could this be Sam Pittman's 2003 Northern Illinois team that went in and shocked Alabama? And I covered that game from the home side of it, 19 to 16. Interviewed their athletic mm. director on the field after the game. It was chaos, man. It's is a wild upset, and I and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I I think the line is probably very right. Kent State is just a a building team. They don't have any starters back on offense. All five new offensive linemen, and they're going up against the senior laden defensive front that has been called out by its coach to make more plays to get off more blocks. I think they're going to be hungry. I hope that Sam Pittman's message he delivered to the team on I think it was Wednesday or it was after Tuesday's practice, hey, are we going to have to get shocked, you know, with a, an upset loss, you know, to, to practice well? We need to be a good practice team. So I think all the alarms have gone off, and I expect the line, you know, the, the, the Razorbacks to be right up there near where the line is. I mean, I think Kent State will show a little bit better offensively than it did a, a week ago, but they, they just do not have the weapons. I think, to present a viable threat to Arkansas. Yeah, I think you're right. We talked to their play-by-play guy yesterday, and I don't want to keep harping on it, but the guy sounded like he needed to be talked off the ledge, Tom. He was very, very upset uh, about the way they played, about the lack of talent that they've gotten back, the late you know, arrival of the quarterback. Uh, he's got inaccessibility to his head coach. I mean, it's just not a great situation for him right now, and uh, I expect him to get thumped again this weekend. Brady Latham coming back on the offensive side. How much of a difference does that make in the run game? Well, it should help, but, you know, honestly, you know, 
Sam Pittman, like, I don't see this on game day, okay? If, if I watch a replay, if I slow things down, I, I can catch this kind of thing. But Sam Pittman said they had several pull plays, several two-on-ones, where they didn't clear a guy out. And if you got two-on-one with two 300-pounders, you, you need to move a guy. I mean, he needs to be pivoted off his point or, or knocked back, and they weren't getting that last week. So um, hopefully Latham being there will help improve the physicality, um, all those questions we had about the tackles, they're still in play. I mean, they pass protected well, but they've got to be more physical when they get into the SEC because if you're not moving anybody on SEC front, how, how are you going to move the ball? They're going to cover better. They're going to pressure you better. So anyway, uh, I think Latham will help them. Um, that'll make uh, the um, Josh Braun and Tykeese Crawford battle at right guard you know, even sharper. I hope that we see a lot. Much like they were able to unload the bench last week, I hope we're able to see that this week because two weeks of that, you know, has has more guys feeling good about themselves. I mean, John Hill had four tackles last week, uh, a defensive lineman who's gotten scant playing time in his career. I had to look him up. I didn't know who he was. Well, <laughs> then he must be obscure if you don't know him, Wes. <laughs> um, Tom Murphy joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, you know, we talked about the, the new receivers, and, boy, they all made impacts last week, Armstrong and, and has and – uh tesla i mean great to see those guys get in the mix and they were basically as advertised right it really was and you know the questions i was asked probably the most in the off season uh safeties tackles and the receivers and you guys asked it a lot um it, it was basically what we thought they would be um andrew armstrong kind of led the way in total catches um uh, tesla made a really good catch I'm not sure if it was his touchdown or another play. We just made made a good sliding low catch, and they didn't have a drop pass in the in the entire game. And we haven't seen the full gamut. I mean, Tyrone Broden had one catch, and uh, Bryce Stevens didn't have any. Uh, and um, so I, I think there's a lot more to it. And also, I think they refrained from throwing to their tight ends much. They might want to unleash that in a in a coming game. But um, yeah, I think there's a lot more in the tank from what you saw the other night today. Tom, I'm going to shift over to a couple other games in the SEC. Uh, you mentioned Alabama earlier. They've got a tough matchup this week. Clint Sterner just went on the limb and picked Texas to win on the road in Tuscaloosa. Wow. A&M traveling to Miami this week, and he's been really high on the Aggies, and nothing you saw week one would disappoint you, I wouldn't think, from their perspective, although they played, you know, again, New Mexico. We've got to keep that uh, in perspective, too. So what, uh, what do you think about the two high-profile matchups this week? And I, and I didn't include, of course, because I'm not very nice, but uh, Auburn's trip out to Cal, I assume they'll take care of their business, but I guess that's another game that we may keep an eye on. Yeah, I think Cal opened on the road or something and, and scored a bunch of points. So I gave some thought to picking them over Auburn, but I'm like, nah, I don't think so, man. I think Auburn's got too much talent. But I would not, I cannot be as bold as Clint Sterner and say that Texas is going to win on the road. Uh, they played Alabama a really good game last year. Um, it seemed like I was I couldn't watch it all, you know, intently, but I watched enough to see that Texas was legit in the game. And uh, I think Alabama had some crushing penalties. But anyway, I can't pick that. And even though um, we're a little bit uncertain about what the, the entire season will hold for Alabama, I think they win this one at home. A&M, uh, Bob and I were listening on Sirius XM to some of their game last week. Uh, it looked to me like Connor Wegman is going to fit very nicely into the mold of a Bobby Petrino quarterback that, you know, could be a willing runner, throws those uh, crossing routes, 
with some precision. They got a great receiving core. I don't know a lot about Miami, but um, I'm gonna. I would say the Texas A&M will win that game and uh, stay in the top 25. If he stumbles, see, Max Johnson was efficient in his limited time last week too, and I think you know, obviously, we've seen enough of him to know that he's capable as well. So, for our friends who like to play some wagers, Cal at home is ten and four against the spread as a home underdog. They're twenty six and ten since their head coach took over as an underdog Listen. covering the spread. So. Just saying that six and a half may be a lot. How has Patrick Mahomes done in home in openers? Not good. Hasn't he? No, covering wise, not good. He's not a good cover at home. How has he done at, at, at playing? One every one. How many interceptions had he thrown? None. None. Okay. Well, None. past performance doesn't always indicate, right? True. But but uh, the Kansas City at home is not a good cover team. How about in um, fact they cover less than they do? How not? <laughs> and words. Uh, how about uh, Mississippi State, Arizona? That might be a little better than uh, the experts think. It's about a 10-point line. Arizona's defense I'll was dominant in week one against a lesser than. Yeah, I'll talk about that game. But Kadarius Tony, I mean, come on. Is, is that interception on Patrick Mahomes? It was right in the guy's hand. Yes. I mean, that was the he game turning hit. play. And, and it's he should have thrown it to him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So um, it's like pitching it to a big man on the fast break, Tom. You just don't do it. Don't, Bad no. move. Just don't do it. Uh, yeah. Well, Mississippi State game, is that what you said? Yeah, Mississippi State, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a road game. And so, um, I don't know, man. I, I Zach Arnett, you know, I, I've been intrigued by his defense. But seeing him talk at media days, I'm like, I, I like this guy. You know, he said, I – like Nick Saban says, I <laughs> and um, like a lot of coaches do, but um, I I don't know enough about Arizona's roster to tell you what I think. Yeah. But I do know that Mississippi State has a veteran quarterback and Will Rogers, and probably a little chip on his shoulder. Um, the SEC they did not do well in the national games last week, and that was embarrassing, mm. right? So I, I say they bounced yeah. back and they went on the road. Jaden Delora is the Arizona quarterback, eighteen and twenty-four, two eighty-five. Three touchdowns. Did throw a pick. So we'll see if they can do it in Stark Vegas. Tom, I'm going to run. I appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. I'm glad you get to be home. And we will talk to you next week. All right. I like to sound of it. All right, buddy. Later. Thank you.